Spurs' tally of 21 points was their highest from the opening nine games of a Premier League season. So you'd think Pochettino would be a happy man. He's not at all. Ahead of the game against City, he was asked about Tottenham's first few months of the season, as they're in touch of the Premier League leaders but have yet to win any of their opening three Champions League games. In the words of Pochettino, The season so far? It's strange because my feeling is the worst feeling I've had in the five years that I've been here. It's the worst, but it's the best start ever for the club in the Premier League. It's strange, no? Pochettino's main gripe has been the sloppy nature of his team. They've ground out wins without impressing, and due to several factors, including injuries to stars such as Ali, Eriksen and Vertonghen, plus a World Cup hangover for many of his players, Spurs just haven't got going. Monday was a perfect example of that. They found gaps in behind City on numerous occasions, but Kane's touch was off, Lamela skied a great chance, the final pass was poor or concentration at the key moment was missing. That sums up Tottenham's season so far, and perhaps proves how far they've come as Pochettino is annoyed with sitting in 5th spot despite being far from their best. With their shutout win at Tottenham, City equaled a club league record of 6 straight clean sheets, as their defensive unit continues to be resolute. The last time City conceded a goal was to Newcastle on September the 1st, when DeAndre Yedlin burst free to slot home. That was almost two months ago. They are now unbeaten in their last 16 Premier League games and have conceded just six goals in that time frame. Defensive solidity has been their key area of improvement this season, as City have conceded just three times in their first 10 Premier League games. And only one team in history, which was Chelsea back in 04-05, has let in fewer at this stage of a season. They conceded the fewest goals in the Premier League last season with 27, but they will likely easily beat that record this season with 28 games to go. Some of the individual defending wasn't perfect on Monday, with Mendy and Walker guilty of poor touches and being caught upfield as Spurs countered. But Stones, Laporte and Fernandinho put themselves in the correct positions in front of Edison to safeguard City's shutout once again. After their 0-0 draw at Liverpool, City showed they can play in a more defensive framework away from home against one of their fellow top 6 sides and get a result. Just as they have away at Arsenal, Liverpool and now Spurs, scoring 3 times and conceding none. It is more of a mindset for City at this point, as it looked like their defenders truly believed they wouldn't concede, even though Spurs were guilty of some very bad misses. We usually associate Guardiola's style with pressing to win the ball back high up the pitch, and City still do that, but away from home they've been dropping deeper and now have the ability to bend but not break, then spring forward and terrorize their opponents. We all know about their attacking talents, but City's defensive solidity could be how they get close to reaching the 100-point mark again this season. Sterling is one of the most divisive players in world football, but this stat sums up his importance to Manchester City. Since the start of last season, only Kane and Salah have been involved in more than Sterling's 22 goals and 14 assists. 
Still just 23 years old, only four players in Premier League history have made more appearances than the 200 Sterling has now racked up. The main criticism of him is that he lacks the news and patience in the final third to unlock opposition defences, while his struggles in front of goal for England have been well documented. Yet on Monday he showcased once again why he's in the form of his life. He raced free time and time again in the first half, pulling Spurs' defence all over the place. The way he calmly cut inside and set up Maris' goal proved the poise he's added to his game under Guardiola. The goals and assists are coming for City, and the goals flowed for England in their marquee win at Spain a few weeks ago. During the World Cup and the late stages of the 17-18 season, Trippier was working his way into People's Team of the Year in the classic best 11 question. His wide play and deliveries from deep with Tottenham carried him into the World Cup high on good form. His relentless excellence continued in Russia, peaking at that free kick against Croatia, but his ability has been exaggerated a little. Guardiola was not blinded by his curling effort against Croatia in the World Cup semi-final, and his side wasted no time in exploiting Trippier's defensive vulnerabilities. Sterling had his international teammate in all kinds of trouble early on, and profited from Trippier's misjudgment of Edison's long kick. The right-back got caught under the long punt forward and headed the ball into Sterling's path, setting him up to go past Alderweireld and square the ball to Mares to open the scoring. Trippier is a talented player with a huge role in Tottenham's side going forward, but his performance does make you wonder whether Aurier or even highly rated Kyle Walker-Peters may be better against top opposition. Pochettino likes to rotate his fullbacks and relies on them to be an integral part of his flowing system, but the ease at which City were able to exploit the spaces on the right side may tempt him to rethink. By far the biggest disgrace in that game was the pitch that both teams played on. Tottenham's delayed stadium and over-reliance on the national stadium has been a complete embarrassment for the club and against City it fell to a new low. A Premier League game of the highest order featuring two of the best teams was played on a pitch that had been used to host an NFL game just over 24 hours before kickoff. The result was a pitch that should never have been played on. Although the playing surface contained sections that would not look out of place on the pitch, the actual impact it had on the ball was less than first feared. However, there were uneven areas and the appearance was a grim eyesore. The giant NFL logo branded into the center of the pitch was embarrassing for a game of such magnitude. This combined with the ugly brown patches and the field markings show just how Tottenham's incompetence with their new stadium is becoming further prevalent. So much, you feel that they are lucky to escape this debacle without significant punishment. On top of this, the entire top tier of Wembley was almost empty, with just an infrequent cluster of supports to show in various areas in the top tier. A suggestion that the temporary home has lost its appeal and excitement among the supporters. The visibly poor attendance combined with a shameful Premier League pitch created a strange atmosphere at Wembley, which appeared to filter down to the players and served up a spectacle 
that was a fraction of what it really should have been.